Michael Nesco's Renegade Rock here on the Rogue Radio Podcast Network. Every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we got great music. And the first Saturday of every month, we have interviews. We got a really, really inspiring story uh, today about a young man who had a bright, bright future. He was in the International Blues Competition, and then he had an accident and changed his life. And 
Now we're going to hear the story about John Allender fighting back and uh, very inspiring. John, welcome to Renegade Rock. Hello, thanks for having me, Mike. John, we started off the show with space travel. Let's uh, let's let's talk about uh, that song before we get into your story here. Okay. Uh -huh. Where did you write that? Was that in Florida? I wrote that uh, probably in my twenties, but I didn't get around to recording it until uh, I moved to Florida. You know, I was like 30, 35 when I moved to Florida. It's a pretty cool tune. What inspired you to write it? Oh, actually, um, it was just like it started off with the intro that I heard uh, in various jams coming up here in Cleveland. Oh, that's so, pretty cool. And, I, and, and I, I just built the song around that. And did you write the lyrics? Yes. And what are those about? Oh, those are just uh, whimsical. Whatever, right. And, yeah, just kind of spaced, spaced out lyrics. So, John, our listeners... Uh, uh, they know know you on this show because we have been playing Space Traveler for several years now. And, oh, that's uh, great, thanks. And, uh, of course, you're on City of Lights off the Guitar Army record, so they've heard you on that also. So, John, tell us about uh, your inspiring story, what happened to you, and and um, how you're dealing with it and, and your comeback. I mean, what you've been doing is blowing my mind, I'll tell you. Oh, thanks. Well, it's uh, it's a long story, but I can make it short. Basically, you know, I I started my own band finally after years of. You're you're a native Clevelander, right? Yes, born and raised. And Art. so, so who inspired you to play music? Oh, uh, probably Butch Armstrong. Wow, Green, that's pretty cool. Uh, Robert Lockwood. All the local guys, yeah. I, I got yeah, to meet Robert. Frankie. I got to meet uh, Frankie Starr, yeah. All you guys are on my guitar record, except uh, Robert Lockwood, but... Yeah. I got, yeah. To meet, I got to meet him once in Bay Village. It was pretty cool. <laughs> wow, that's cool. Yeah, I used to uh, hang out at Brothers Lounge. And see him play, and I, I got to jam with him once. So how old were you when you started your first band? Oh, I, I had various uh, incarnations, just with various people, and I guess I didn't really uh, officially have my name with my band until I moved to Florida, really. Were you in high school when you started out? Yeah, I started, uh, that, that was my first band. My first gig was at Biggie's in the Flats. Wow, see, I was in California, so I don't know about that place. Yeah, this is 1987. Yes, that's where was that at? Biggies. I know, but where was that close to where any place I would know now? Um, it's I haven't been down there in a while, but that one that one bridge, kind of like under that bridge, down by Shooters. Yeah, like right up from Shooters, that one street. Right. Yeah, I know. Cuts exactly. in under the bridges. So so. You you heard Butch Armstrong, and then you just started rocking out, and and, and uh, what led you to move to Florida? Well, I had grow, I'd grown up there in the seventies, partly. You know. Oh, your family your years. family lived in Florida. Yeah, my parents were up here, but they moved down there, like when I was five. A lot of Ohioans do that. 
Yeah, and I mo- we moved back up here like when I was like eleven. Wow, that's great! What a great place to grow up when you're young. Yeah, it was great. But yeah, I, uh, I you know finally got to Florida and got just a, a plethora of gigs. What was your first guitar? Bands. What was your first electric guitar? I think it was a uh, it was a Les Paul Sears from Sears. No way, really. <laughs> Yeah. Was it a silver tone? Uh, I, I forgot what the brand was, but it was white. Wow. A Sears Silver Tone Les Paul. That's pretty cool. And then I got my first Strat when I was like 16. And I just fell in love with the Strat. So were you were you uh, just covering other people's tunes, or did you start writing your own songs at a young age? Uh, not really. Just here and there. I, I'm not. Wasn't really a prolific songwriter, you know. I just kind of learn your craft. Yeah, I was just kind of learning my craft, and then when I when I thought I had something, I would I would make it or write it, but it wasn't really. I was more into just like actually playing, like but, live playing. So by the time you got to Florida, you had been sort of an accomplished player you already had been playing for several years yeah i had uh i played with moonlight drive in 1995 the doors tribute yeah here in cleveland wow that's interesting and uh you know various psychedelic rock blues rock bands various musicians but it wasn't until uh i got to florida that i started to see the vision of wow i just you know, nobody's hiring me for gigs so much. So I, I get more gigs if I just got it myself. Call it my, myself, man. Good yeah, that's that's the way to go, man. Yeah. That's how I was yeah. too, exactly. Totally. Yeah, I wasn't uh kinda like an all purpose kind of guitar player that anybody could hire in their band. Me neither. I, was, I, 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 yeah, I couldn't fit in anywhere, so I started my own thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you got quite a great thing going. Yeah, but you know, I'm still a hack guitar player. I just like you know, I'm happy that I'm doing what I've been doing. You know, that's why I have other guitar players in my band that know what they're doing. <laughs> Well, and so and so you're in Florida, and and you arrived in Florida. You were a young man, and you were like, "Holy crap! What am I going to do here?" You were like, "Were you overwhelmed, or were you just had had your a cool sense about what you wanted to do, and you went about and and found it?" Well, I just uh, I I started going to the local uh, blues jams, and that's kind of like wherever I've formulated everything. You know, just kind of meet musicians, get into the scene, find out where the places are, are to play. And Probably there were a lot in Florida, other, right? There were a lot of oh, places. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I moved there in 2005. There was a few years of plenty and a couple years of not so much, but it wasn't until uh, 2013 that I, I really started my official band with my name. You know, and then I I won the local IBC and went to Memphis in 2015. Were you representing Florida out of the local IBC? Yeah, Southwest Florida. So what happened when you got to that? How how high did you go in that competition? Oh, we we didn't uh, we didn't fare 
at all. We just it, we were glad to be there. There were so many great bands from all over the world. You know, we, we thought we were a good band, and then wow, we got there, and it was like whoa. <laughs> there was I, really I know the feeling, bands. my friend. I know the feeling. I mean, we we played. We had a great set and everything. And we got good marks, but we didn't uh, advance. Well, did that break your spirit, or did you just didn't bother you, and you were going to just continue oh, on? Oh, not at all. I was just so happy to be there with everybody and meet some stars, blue stars, and uh, see all the historic things. I went to Graceland, and I just said to myself, I want to come back here. Wow, that's so, fantastic. So, uh, you know, I went back went back to Florida and then competed again to try to go to Memphis and then you know like six days later I, I got into an accident tell me tell us about that John if you if you if you if that isn't too traumatic to relive it I'm sure well, I was uh, I was crossing the road like a four-lane road it's basically a highway that they have going through a residential area you were walking yeah I was uh, the Sun was just about to go down. I was talking to my friend here from Cleveland, Desi Dorsey. You were on the cell phone? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the last thing I remember. Wow. Were you hit by a car? I was hit by a, a van, and uh, I uh, I was hit really bad. I broke my neck and lost my leg on the scene. Wow. I, uh, my guts were split open and my, uh, they were all on the road. Unbelievable. So I, I basically died on the road. Did you actually, did you have an afterlife, afterlife experience? I did. I did. And, uh, it was supposed, I guess it was in the hospital. I was in a coma for about six weeks. You were in and, a coma uh, for six weeks? Yeah, I, I was basically, you know, I went to a, a waiting room type thing, and there was a receptionist, and there was a bunch of people in there, you know, strange afflictions, and kind of surreal, and uh, there was a phone call, and she answered the phone, and she called my name, and she, she basically, she just said, uh, Mr. Allender, you want to stay here or go home? And uh, I said I wanted to stay here. And uh, it just became aware to me that God was on the phone. I never uh, saw him, talked to him, but it was... Uh, wow. He was in the waiting room to go, you know. So so, so you did. You, you did have a, an experience. Yeah, somewhat. I mean, it wasn't... Uh, I didn't see these big lights or did you leave your body did you um i was in the room and i had my legs you know right wow that's interesting and there was people that were going walking to the window and then uh they were being like sucked out of the window wow and uh so i so... told her i'd like to stay and i sat back down she said okay and then what happened after that and then I woke up. I had, I had a series of wild experiences. 
And that was the very last one before I woke up. What were the other ones? Do you want to talk about them? Just really uh, things I couldn't make sense out of. Uh, surreal places and people. Did your life I, pass in front of you? Um, I don't know if it did or not. Maybe, maybe those messages were in the uh, surreal experiences. Right. I don't know. So after after you recovered, after you came back, what what happened then? Well, I I woke up and the nurses were there, and my mom and brother, and they told me I lost my legs, and How and I was like, you? wow. And so I I couldn't move nothing for the longest time. I was in there for like eight months in the hospital. Yeah, the first thing I learned to to move was my thumb to change the uh, TV remote. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's well, you, first things first, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chad, yeah. that's. I mean, what you've accomplished and what you've come to today, because I've known you for two years and and. Um, you're blowing my mind with your progress. How are your? Did you get your new legs? Um, I I I bought them. I'm getting them. They just didn't want to give them to me right away until I have a training instruction because they they think I hurt myself. Where, <laughs> where where do you go for that? Do you go to a special place? Um, I go down to Deaconess Hospital where I was born. Actually, I was born at the same hospital. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. 1954. Wow, I'm, I'm 1970. You're a youngin'. Yeah, not so much. My birthday's coming up. So, so wh what was going on in your mind when you realized you had lost your legs and you couldn't play guitar anymore? Well, I, uh, I refused to believe it. I really did. I just refused to believe it. I refused to accept it. I had to go through a bunch of surgeries before I could even turn my uh, palm up wow. to be able to play guitar. Multiple surgeries. On, what was it like uh, the first time you grabbed that guitar for the first time after the oh, accident? Oh, man, it was amazing. I, I couldn't play a lick. But I at least I could get my hands oh, around the neck. Yeah, yeah, what a feeling, huh? Oh man, I was like, wow, it's, I'm here now. It, now it's just about just doing it, you know. This is Mike Onesco. You're listening to Mike Onesco's Renegade Rock. We're talking to John Allender, and we're listening to his inspiring story. We're going to cut away and go to one of John's. Tunes live from the IBC finals in Florida where he's getting funky. And then we're going to come back and we're going to continue on with John's inspiring story.
Welcome back to Renegade Rock. John, that's a pretty cool tune, the funky thing in uh, Naples, right? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. So uh, let's get back to your story. After you, after you realized that, um, I mean, how could you cope with this mentally? You said you refused to oh, believe it. Oh, it was, uh, it was uh, God was there with me. I, I just prayed and just concentrated and just thought about the future. And what I thought about the future was nothing like what was going to be re reality. You know, I, I mean, how I old were you when this happened? How old were you? I was 46. 46. So you were pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. Old enough. <laughs> old enough. So, yeah, I just, uh, it took, I mean, basically, I was like, I got to learn how to, uh, you know, do things myself. Uh, that, that that includes everything. Talk, breathe. I had to learn how to do everything over again. Man, that's just amazing, John. I am, I'm having a hard time not uh, tearing up here on this talking to you because it's so inspiring. I mean, we just take so many things for granted every day in our life. Oh man, you, you have no idea. It's uh, the whole thing is you just got you have a different place in the universe once your legs are gone, and it's just hard hard to cope. But now you're gonna have legs. You're gonna be able to walk. That's the, that means you're gonna be able to get on stage and stand up and play that guitar, baby. Oh yeah, this is uh. This is what I dreamed about the second I woke up. And how's your playing coming? I mean, from from the solo on City of Lights to now, I'm sure you've progressed a hundred percent. Oh, I've been playing every day, and I can actually say that I can play now. <laughs> wow, fantastic! You know what else? I'm really impressed at your guitar building skills. Well, thanks. I just. Uh, just that you know what did it really is like i started working on my guitars before i could play them i figured heck this is good therapy just for my hands just, yeah no you know, kidding trying to screw and unscrew and place parts and, but now i can actually play I, I aside from the mobility thing uh once i'll be able to walk into a place i could i could walk into any jam in town Hey, you let me know the first one you go to, and I will be there to witness it. Oh, thanks. I would like to play with you again. Yeah, that would be fun. Wouldn't it It'd be nice to get up oh, there it'd be incredible. And, and do City of Lights again and have you do a, just a, a really amazing solo at the end for us? Oh, I could do it a lot better this time. <laughs> I, I know you could. <laughs> but that was inspiring what you put down, considering the condition you were in. I was... I was, Brandon and I were both blown away. We, yeah, you guys came right over with the uh, studio thing and plugged me in. And that was, uh, I was still, I was kind of on the end of my recovery. But and, and you showed up for the show too, the release party and got on stage. That was just like, everybody was tearing up for that moment. It was just wonderful. You know, Mike, I, I, just, I just had to do it. Um, no matter how embarrassing or... Or what, you know? No, you you did great. Are you kidding? Oh, thanks. So, John, 
tell everybody what's what's in store for for John. I mean, you're just not gonna you're gonna keep fighting and you're gonna keep and doing what you're doing, right? Oh yeah, I uh, I plan on getting back out on the local scene here and. Uh, Are you writing again? To form a group. I do. I have about four or five new songs. Nice, that, very nice. That I uh, I've been working on crafting slowly. Well, that's great news. I'm I'm just uh, I'm just so happy for you. I, I follow your post all the time and and been watching your recovery and. I know it's got to be a hard road, man. It's just well, it, it is. But uh, you know, I appreciate your uh, your concern and uh, for really, for bringing me out recording that because uh, that really pushed me forward. You know, they gave me a big, big boost. And me too. Just looking at you and all the things that you just the adversity you overcame. It just inspired me. It was like, wow, I just like, I was just honored to have you on the record, really. Oh, thank you. But uh, if, if I could do it, anybody can do it. Just that's gotta, right. Just got to want to do You're, it. That's right. You just have to want to do it. And, and, and what's the old saying? If you work hard, there's nothing you can't accomplish, right? Right. Right. So, John, do you have any, we're running out of time here. And we're going to finish up the show with uh, City of Lights, with your solo on that, so everybody can hear your journey. And we start off with Space Traveler, and then we do the live thing, and then you had your, your setback, and you came back on City of Lights, and I can't wait to hear the next recording of your new oh, stuff. I can't, I can't wait to do it. So, John... Tell tell all of our listeners your inspiration or, or words of wisdom to anybody trying to make it in music or or play guitar or, or you know. Well, if you uh, you know, it's it's easier if you look at the whole mountain like Mount Everest. It gets daunting, uh, but just look at this individual steps one at a time, and eventually you'll be on top. Boy, that's that's how you do it. John, it's very inspiring to have you on the show. I'll have to stop by your house and pay you a visit. And uh, That would be great. We'll jam. Yeah, and I can't wait to see you on stage with your legs playing that guitar. It's just gonna it's just gonna be nuts. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. Well, John, thanks for coming on Renegade Rock. Glad to be here. We'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, thank you. You take care, Mike. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
for coming on Renegade Rock and uh, telling us his inspiring story. It's, it's just really making me appreciate everything I have. And, and uh, you just look at someone like John who's went through hell and back and he has a positive attitude and he's fighting for it and he's playing music again. Thank you. See you next week, kids. <laughs>